Welcome to the My Opinion Podcast, the leadership podcast for women. This is a show that focuses on leadership, life, and love to empower women around the world to be the leader of their life. The My Opinion Podcast is a weekly show with Maya's Motivation Monday, focusing on leadership topics for women that feature guest interviews as well as solo episodes with Maya. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share the My Opinion Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Now in her opinion, here's your host, Maya Roffler. Hi guys, welcome back to My Opinion. Today I have a great guest for you. Her name is Hillary DeCesar. Hillary, thank you for joining and welcome to My Opinion. Maya, love being here and so excited to get into what you stand for and the similarities. I might be a little bit older, but how it really ties together from where your journey is and ultimately where all of our journeys are going. I love that. What a great opening. Okay, Hillary, take it away. I love it. So Hillary, (laughs) (laughs) Hillary is the owner and founder of the Relaunch Co., which I love. And you said before we started recording, we're already chatting guys, that we're kind of all going through a a relaunch and a rebirth. So we're going to talk about that. But you have some interesting things coming up. You have two books coming out in 2022. So tell us a little bit about the books. Let's get into that first. Call me crazy. I do. Two books? Oh my God. It's like when I decided to have babies, I had twins the first time around. It's like, you know, come on. But now this one, I do feel like I'm birthing these books too. It was funny because I decided that there was a moment in time where I just, I had to put out there with what's gone on with the pandemic, with everything that's going on in people's lives. Everybody was saying in some way, shape or form that they were going through a relaunch. They were either looking at a career change, looking at a, you know, a a pivot in their business looking at a relationship change, wanting to get into a relationship. And also this point of a lot of self-reflection that was going on. And for those that can understand, you know, raise your hand from afar. There are those that through this, through the pandemic, through all of the changes, you realize like, hey, I'm not that crazy about myself. And some, it's a little bit more than that. It's that like, I really don't like myself. I really can't stand myself. And then there's those that keep hearing from, you know, some of the the big gurus, like love yourself, love your life, love your business. And it's tough to go from not liking, from hating to loving. And so I take people through the journey of let's get you to, you know, from the not like to the like to the love. And once you can get to that point, I call it the relaunch effect. It starts to take shape in one area of your life, but it literally starts to absorb the others. And you become truly aligned with where you should be going. And you start to be willing to say, you know what? I can do that. I can make, I can make the change right now. I I can take a step forward. And that's when it gets exciting when, you know, I can help somebody go from being an attorney their entire life to wanting to be a author of of, uh, teen books. And to just last week, can you tell I'm talking about a client? Just last week, (laughs) she launched Ski Weekend, which is a novel and it is having unbelievable success. So 
if you need a good book over the holiday season or into 2022, Ski Weekend. But that's what it's all about. Because for so many of us, it's the unknown of how do you even begin to do it? How do you even begin to have a successful relaunch? Because the last thing you want to do is decide, I'm going to do this and then not have it work out the way you want it. Absolutely. Because we have this fear of failure that keeps us paralyzed very often, right? So if we're not even liking ourselves, we're not going to go for that at all. So I've never heard anybody say it like that and talk about like the evolution. If you don't like yourself or you're God forbid, hating yourself. And we are hearing all this positive talk and manifestation and think positive. And I do believe in all of that. I think mindset is really important, but I love what you're saying, Hillary, because it is hard to get there for people. If you're all the way over here in this place of not really happy with myself, not really happy with work or whatever it is, or maybe just everything. And then you've got someone telling you, be positive, say affirmations, like, no, like there's a little more to it. And this is what you're bringing to the table with your relaunch. It sounds like that's really great. That's interesting. And Maya, you just said something so important. And that is, is more along the path of a journey. You don't just like step into being that, like, everything is great, everything. And by the way, I've come up with this formula And it's something I call the three HQ, three HQ. So we've all heard, you know, in the 60s, 70s, 80s, IQ was everything. And IQ is really, you know, what problem solving techniques do you have? What stats, what numbers, what facts, all these things. But when you look at your brain, when you look at your mind, what those are only represents five to 10% of your brain. That's the conscious brain. But 90 to 95% of what's going on is running on autopilot in the subconscious side of the brain. So the more you sit there and you talk and you say these things without putting in, without really attacking the subconscious belief, then what you're doing is you're using willpower. You're using like, you know, all of these, these sources that aren't going to get to the bottom of it. And I've been a huge neuroscience fan for over over 10 years. I was a psychology major when I was in college. And what I have realized and what I have created with the 3HQ is you got to get out of that IQ, that head, and you got to get into the heart. But here's the problem. In the 90s, it was about EQ, that emotional quotient and your feelings and your emotions. And you had to, you know, lean into that. But if you're not putting the head together with the heart, then you're never going to be able to reach that higher level. So when you look at the three HQ, it's the head to the heart, to the higher self. And in each area, you have to be focused on what is really impactful to get you to that next level where you get to be at that higher self. And a lot of people say, Hillary, what the heck is higher self? What is that? Like, Yes, I've heard of it, but what does it really mean? And what it really means is if I were to say, what is the biggest goal that you want? What is that thing you want to manifest? What is the law of attraction that you would want to put into practice? And you say something like, you know what? I just want a, I want a six figure business. I want a seven figure business. I want the love of my life. I want to have a soulmate. I want to have dot, 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 whatever it is for you. 
then you start to think about what identity is that person who would have that amazing thing happen to them. That is where you are operating at that greater self, higher self, your higher level. You're not getting it right now. You don't have that in your life right now because you're still actively in your head and it's hard to get out of your head. So you got to have processes to do that, to get into your heart, to get to that point where once you know those secrets, how to do that, like I've described in the head, getting into releasing what's going on there, then you can really manifest what you're ultimately looking for, what your lifestyle of success will be, not somebody else's, but yours. And guess what? You can do it so much faster. I love that. Yeah. And I think sometimes when people are here, I've never heard anyone put it the way you're putting it. So I think it's great because we've talked on the show a lot about IQ and then EQ to your point became the other hot topic. And it still is. And it's interesting because in some areas like of work or some workplaces, it's just finding its way and it's less progressive in those areas. But we talk about it all the time on here. (laughs) But I had another guest on recently who was talking about SQ and spiritual, you know, and so this is kind of similar and going into the higher self and what you really want. And, you know, I was having conversation with her as I'm going to have with you now, like, I think sometimes people feel like this is a little woo woo when you get to that next level and a little bit higher. But it's not, it's a part of connecting all of this together instead of kind of living, I guess, disconnected or disjointed with your heart and your mind. And then it's bringing that all together to achieve what you really want and see yourself there and visualize it. That's all a part of this. So I love how you're defining it because I think, and I said this to her too, so you guys are reminding me of each other a little bit, but totally different styles. But I think it's important for me being this type of person and you entrepreneurs, business people, we need to understand a process and we want to like tactically see how it works. And that's exactly what you're laying out, which I think is great. Well, and also it's really interesting when you start to talk about, you know, the spiritual side of it. What I want to take you back to is your higher self is your best version of you. There's nothing woo about that. That's what you're aiming to become. When you think about higher education, it's learning that much more. It's getting you know, more knowledge. That's what this is about. It's about giving you the tools so that you can do this. It's a possibility. I call people powerhouse of possibilities because it is right there. There's, you know, in scientific, I, I'm one of those that I like, to, I like to bring everything together. Scientific data with universal truths, with, you know, yes, the heart, with yes, you know, the head, the head and the neuroscience and all that. But bottom line is that if you have things that aren't happening for you right now, and if you're trying to figure out why does this keep happening where I take two steps forward, three steps back, why do I have a really successful month or quarter? And then I bomb out. It's that concept of you can never get above your identity that you have right now, unless you go in and really look at your blind spots, really look at your limiting beliefs. And as I call my approach, I call them bugs, beliefs underground surfacing, because you never know when those little critters are going to show up in your life, right? Everything is great. And then all of a sudden a bug shows up 
Yeah. And it causes you to go backwards. And so unless you blast them and it's called belief blasters, they're always going to be there. They are. And there's this misnomer out there that you can create new habits, create new beliefs in seven days, in 21 days. And they have done scans on the brain where at that 21 day mark, the scan would show you that your new belief that you're creating or your new workout or your new, you know, I'm going to be doing this. I'm trying to be an elevated person or whatever you're going to, I'm going to start doing a bunch more cold calls or lead generation or whatever it is. And then your old belief, which is I'm really not good enough to raise, you know, rise up and and be a better or whatever it is, they're neutral. And so what happens is you're like, woohoo, I'm finally seeing some results. And you stop doing that behavior because it's not ingrained in you. It's not part of your identity. And you fall back on what you are really comfortable with. And so this process is one that if you think about it, it's like an ever loop. It's like a figure eight and it goes up it goes up to that. I'm being a really great, great, great person. I'm doing everything I want. And then it goes back to the head and you're like all mixed up in the head. And then you go into the heart and then you're back. And as I said, at the very beginning, relaunches happen all the time. And everyone is going through a relaunch right now. And who knows, who knows what tomorrow is going to bring. There might be another relaunch and there are positive relaunches and there are negative relaunches. Mm -hmm. But when you get this very solid foundation down and you can lean in this, then your relaunches start to, you go through them faster. It's not like, you know, it's not like a Velcro and you're like, you know, just like attacking to this, you know, attaching to it. It's almost like that, that you're, you're slipping through it. It's, it's the vinyl. It's like, you know, you're just slipping right off of it. And that's what we want to be able to do as we get older. And I often say um, people are, you know, especially in their mid zone, midlife. And it's funny, people are like, what, what is that? You know, what is exactly midlife? (laughs) And if you look at the average age expectancy, it's anywhere for, you know, women, it's 78 to 80. So if you're anywhere in your, you know, late thirties, then you're in your mid zone. And at that point, you now are really looking at like, how do you make the most out of the next half? And if you're kind of coming into it in your late 20s, early 30s, you have an opportunity right now to be setting the stage for your relaunches to come. And that puts you in a very powerful position to make sure that you're learning from these relaunches so that they don't just plain old keep repeating. Yeah, I think that's so fascinating. And I definitely feel it. I'm 35. And so I'm like approaching that time and I feel it. And you just go through so much too at this time because it's like, okay, it's like, I'm getting close to 40. We have all these milestones built up too, right? That really we shouldn't have, but that's a whole other podcast episode. But yeah, I I mean, it, you know, it is, but like, I'm listening to you and I, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, I've really relaunched at that point in my life. And this is a new chapter and I've done much better (laughs) through some relaunches than others, you know, mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, in every way. And so I think understanding this is huge and understanding that we can go through many and you will go through many more and having the tools to be able to do it is huge. And I want to go back to what you said, Hillary, about the 21 days. So it looks the same 
when someone does something for 21 days consistently? Is that what you were saying? So should someone, is the, is that like the magic numbers, 21 days that you have to do something consistently or have that mindset of your higher self going through, obviously working with you, which we'll talk about in just a second. Is that the key number? Or so glad you brought this up because no, actually at 21 days, it's neutral. So so that's, it was lining up. You're saying with neutral. Okay. I understand. New belief and your old past limiting belief. And they are, imagine a highway. You're right there next to that other car at the same level. And usually at this point, people are like, woohoo, 21 days. This is great. And they stop doing what they're doing and they fall back into the old limiting belief, their own identity, their old identity. And so what I want your listeners to know is that there is scientific proof that now on scans, again, they can see it takes 62 to 67 days to create a new neurotransmitter where it's attaching and it's, it's this new habit, new belief, and the old belief under this scan, you can see it literally break apart. Wow. It is fascinating. They call it synaptic pruning. Think of it like a rose bush where you prune it before it goes into winter and you literally cut it off and it's done. It's gone. And what grows, you know, from there is nothing from before it's all brand new. And it's just such a fascinating. So when you think about that and you know that, then you can start to understand why people tell you to watch your thoughts, watch, you know, watch what you're saying. You know, a woman who is thinking something today, it will, it will end up showing up for her in her life. And so you hear like, you know, what you think today will be in your life in 90 days. Well, it's actually 62 to 67. If you consistently think, if you go through, and again, I have a process called the belief blasters. And if we have a couple of minutes, I'll walk you through the six steps Yeah, do all of them, but at least you'll get an understanding of what you need to do. First step is always releasing and it's understanding this, like, Hey, you have, you have these blind spots and being willing to say, yeah, I've got, I may have not been able to do some things. There are things holding me back. And maybe that's a limiting belief. Maybe there's something in me. So that's the first step is understanding that, yeah, these things keep happening. I keep, you know, feeling this way. Like, you know, maybe it's like, oh, I'm just not good enough to get to that next level. I never seem to get the job. I never seem to get the guy. I never seem to get whatever. Then the next one is after you put these things down and you're releasing, then you remember. And remember is a huge step too, because you're remembering, are there times that this didn't actually happen, that you actually were good enough? And then step three, when you start to look at where did this actually come from? Where did this start? Whose belief, whose story was it? Was it mom, dad, brother, sister, cousin, friend, friend's dad? I just went through a one-on-one training session with a gal and it ended up being, it was a friend's dad that had kind of put this on to her. And then from there, you go into doing a couple different ways that you release things by, by really looking at letters and, and, and a very brief, like 60 second. And it's something that you do while you're looking in the mirror and it 
helps to trigger different parts of the brain. It is so cool. It's like, like, you know, mind right. like, whoa, I can't believe this. Then you go ahead and you rewrite, you rewrite your story. You rewrite, how do you want this to be in the future? And then last, you retrain your brain. And there are steps associated with for 62 to 67 days, you actually do certain things. And you may say, oh my God, Hillary, that's a lot of work. Think about how long you might have been carrying around this limiting belief. For some, you actually have been carrying it from age five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 10. And maybe you're 35 now, maybe you're 45, 55, 65, 75. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's, it's you've got to take the time to go through if you want to truly be able to bring in manifestation in your life. If you really want to have the law of attraction work, you got to go through some of this so that you can get to that next level. I get this 150%. Thanks for sharing the steps because yes, and I love it. I love what you shared. Like if anyone wants to do this work and wants to be open, they definitely should connect with you. I have done some of this work. And when I started doing this like two years ago, really got intense into this because Hillary, I don't know if you know this about me, but I lost my brother very tragically at 30, very tragically. And that was a relaunch for me. (laughs) That was a relaunch, right? And it was the start of this podcast. It was the start of a lot of different things for me. It was a relaunch, but I threw that over the past five years. And then two years ago, when I started to do some of this work that you're talking about, that some of the listeners might be like, okay, what does this mean? It's very eye-opening because I started to realize things that happened to me when I was three years old, five years old, seven years old, remembering some of these things that happened, like very small things, but they were big things. And they were actually telling a story for me. And I had to start to look at it differently, realize that wasn't true. Like I am so identifying with your steps and creating a different narrative for myself because it was holding me back in a lot of ways. And created anger, sadness, a lot of fear and anxiety because I've struggled with anxiety most of my life. And I was like really going, where is this from? This cannot just be from a couple different traumatic episodes. Like this has to have started really young. And it did. And there were a lot of things there, you know, just simple things like, you know, so a parent didn't pick you up from this or something happened here. You were let down there can impact you so greatly. And the things I've uncovered and I know I'll continue to uncover because I'm 35. You know, there's a lot that happens in 35 years. And I just think it's so important to not be afraid of it because I think I was before. And then it's emotional, but in a good way. I don't know how else to explain it. Well, you said something really, really important that, and again, so my heart goes out to you with your loss because um, I just lost my mom and it, it's so just raw and, and ugh, it's just a, you know, and yes, we will all go through it. We will. Unfortunately, that's life. But something that you said was many people, when they have a significant relaunch like that, let's just say it's, you know, it's a death of a, of a loved one, or it could be, you know, a health scare, whatever it is. We think that that is what triggers everything. We think that that's it. This is when it all started. This is when, you know, these bugs started to come up when this tragic event happened. And tragic and trauma can be different for everybody. 
right? You could have the same situation where two people are there and two people respond very differently to it. Oh yeah. So for you, it may, you know, cause you to have more of the anxiety and the triggers and everything, but really what's going on is that it actually is bringing up something to the surface that potentially happened even years before your brother passed on. And it's important to understand we're like a nesting doll. You know, those dolls that you like unscrew yes. another doll, another doll, another doll. And what you have to try to realize is that the outer shell of that nesting doll, if you try to pull it apart, a lot of times it doesn't pull apart, right? You have to twist it, right? And that in that twisting moment, you know, it's kind of like that, you got to like kind of force it to go. But as you continue to dig a little deeper, and I like to think about each layer of the nesting doll as one major change in your life. So it could be going from when you turn 29 to 30 for you, it could be when you hit 35, it could be in your, in your twenties, it could be in your, in your high school years, your junior high years. Each one of the nesting doll has one of those components. And as you go back, this is a great thing for everybody listening to just start this journey is think about you being that nesting doll and the relaunches that you've gone on in each of the layers and write down the pros, the positives, the good ones, and write down the negative ones. And sometimes when I'm in workshops or I'm in a retreat, I go ahead and I have you map it out and you put it on a timeline and then you, you color code the good ones and you color code the bad ones. And it's interesting. A lot of times, you know, people have far more of the bad ones. We remember the bad ones so much more than the good ones. And the ones that are bad are the ones that are those growth moments. So when I think about you coming in at, you know, 30, losing, you know, your, your brother, you know, this, this rock for you. And now from that point, you've, you know, done your podcast, you've done, you know, relaunch these businesses, you've done all these different things. What I want you to be thinking about is the, all right, so where, where did this start? And by going back and saying, all right, is there anything around this that is still potentially a blind spot for me still potentially, which we never see our blind spots. Remember that Yeah. when you start to assess it, and then you start to look at what are my thoughts associated with it? What am I really thinking about? Where do I, you know, feel that in my body as I'm thinking about this, what comes up, what other thoughts, what other times in my life, any of my other relaunches, you look at your, your paper and you say anything that kind of brings that same feeling up. That's when you can start to connect the dots. That's when you can start to think like, oh my gosh, there's something more here. And then you unscrew the next doll, you know, the next, the next part. And eventually you get to the inner core and that inner core gives you the opportunity to have this restart. Like now I'm owning, I'm owning my stories. I'm owning my own beliefs. I'm not going with other people's. And that's when you start to build yourself back up, but you're building it based on who you now want to become. Yeah. That's when you really can start to say, all right, now I know I can create. I am the creator. I know that I can pretty much choose the direction I want to go. And manifestation is incredible at that point. Yeah. 
I uh, thank you for the advice. I didn't know I was getting advice today. I'm like, thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) But you're right. And I have done a similar exercise at like a retreat with like a women's type thing and Mm -hmm. a little bit different than what you're describing, but along the same lines of like your highs and lows and, but looking at the good and the bad in those like low moments and identifying. And I want to go back a little bit more for myself, as you were saying, like, and looking at it, but I do see some commonalities, even with that major incident for myself almost exactly five years ago. And it's, it's, I'm like, oh yeah, this happened. So like loss, abandonment, all of that anxiety, like that was a very common theme for me in all of those relaunch times and all the way back to childhood, all the way back abandonment, Mm -hmm. loss, you know, and then anxiety, fear, all of that. And so I really started to understand the association. So I think it's important for everybody to do that type of exercise and look at that because, oh, it was eye-opening for me. It definitely was. I love this work. I love it. So tell me, we've just been chatting. Tell me the name of, of your book. You have two books coming out. Tell me the name of them so we can look for them when they're coming out in 2022. Okay. So my <laughs> main book that's coming out in May, it is not named yet. It's done and we're trying to figure out what really, you know, the word relaunch will be in there. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So we know that. Oh, well, we're really VIP here, Bill. Yeah, this is really (laughs) good. There'll be the word relaunch in some way, shape or form. Expected. And then then the other one is an anthology and it is going to be coming out in March. And I think the best way to follow me to, you know, kind of, if you, if I'm, I'd love to be able to offer to everybody listening, if you are interested in, like Maya said, this is, this is work. This is something that you need to have that, that calling where you're like, I want this. I want this in 2022. Please go to www.therelaunchco.com, therelaunchco.com and set up a discovery call with me. They're free. The worst thing you're going to get is at least some steps that you can move forward in. And we talk about like what really could be your path, what could be your, you know, next. And and for those that have never had a coach, I've always been called classified a business coach. I've been in the Silicon Valley since, you know, I graduated from college. I worked at corporate for 10 years. I've launched my own businesses. I've um, gone in and trained some of the top venture capital firms, CEOs, and executives. And what I have realized throughout this entire time is that everybody needs a coach. I personally have two coaches. And why is that important? Because just like if you're an athlete, you want to get further ahead. Well, you are the CEO of you. Start there. You're the entrepreneur of you. And by having somebody that can help you get to where you ultimately want to go, increase your identity and get you from, you know, those blind spots, get you realizing those, it only allows for your progress to happen sooner. So whether it is somebody like me with my philosophy of the three HQ, whether it is somebody else, I strongly always recommend. And I, you know, I I always recommend you really at this point, if you're listening to Maya's program and you're, you know, you get it, you get the importance, right? But now is the time because 2022, there are going to be those leaders, those people that just 
you know, it, the, the energy is out there now and the momentum is going to start to happen for those that are poised and ready. Yeah, I agree completely. And I was going to ask you, I'm like, so what advice would you give women? You know, we always talk about being the leader of your life, but you just gave incredible advice. (laughs) You already took the question and ran with it. You are the CEO of your life. I love, that's why we're so aligned. And this is like a perfect podcast for you to be on because, you know, I always talk about being the leader of your life and how important that is. And I always ask, you know, everyone that comes on the show advice and your advice is great. I use the same example too, Hillary. You're not going to see, you know, Michael Jordan out there in his prime without a coach, (laughs) you know, LeBron's not out there without a coach. I mean, come on, we could go on and on. And it's not just sports players, right? I mean, these are people like the Warren Buffetts of the world. They have mentors, right? They have people that always tell you that in their stories. Well, I had a great mentor. Well, this, I learned from this person. I did that. You always have to have somebody mentoring you. And I often get asked by women who are entering kind of leadership and early into the you know, workforce and, well, how do I find a mentor? How do I find someone? By doing this, listening to podcasts, being on social media, being in the circles that interest you. Like, I love your story about the attorney who turned into a novelist. You want to be a novelist or hanging out in those circles and really who gravitates, you know, who do you gravitate towards? And that's probably someone you might consider as a mentor. And I get asked quite often by women in their twenties after listening to the show, Hey, would you mind mentoring me? Would you mind? I'm flattered by it. I, my bandwidth is not the biggest, but I'm happy to be that mentor and do those things. And I always tell women, I'm like, you'll be surprised how quickly a woman will say, absolutely, sure. What what can I help you with? But taking it a step further when you're ready, to your point, having that mentor, having that coach, you're just going to level up even faster and and be the CEO of your life. Absolutely. I think it's important. No doubt. And I think, you know what? I have a six-month entrepreneur program to really get you to scale your business. I absolutely think I would love to have you come and do a workshop as well so that you can really, because your story is also so incredible. You know, it's what people need to hear. It's that resilience. It's that ability to relaunch. And it's the stories that we hear that can impact. And for those people in the audience, you're going to hear stories that, yeah, this is, you know, this really, I get it. I finally, like, it's like the light bulb. I finally, the light bulb finally went off. Well, you probably have heard it five or 10 or 20 other times, but you know, you're going to find somebody that actually what they're saying, the way they're saying it, it's what finally clicks. Yes, absolutely. And that's why it's so important for me to have women like you on Hillary, because I have my story. I have my relaunches, but I want women that listen to this podcast and some guys, but mostly women to identify with at least one woman that comes on this show. And that's why it's so important that all of you come on and share your experience. And your experience is incredible because you've got corporate, you've got entrepreneurship, and you've got true coaching. I'm always cautious with the coaching aspect because there's so many quote unquote coaches out there. You are an authentic certified coach that comes from the corporate and the entrepreneurship side and so much to offer. And I do want to ask a little bit about this. So they know my listeners, your six month business course, 
who is the ideal person for that? So they know. So it is really the person that already has a business, but it hasn't been able to scale the way that you had hoped. And when I'm talking about this, you know, it could be that, you know, it's starting to get to the, you know, 10,000 a month. It could be a hundred thousand a month and it can be a million. It's all about that foundation. And what happens to women when they start their business, they may not have had business classes. They may not, you know, they don't have the MBA, but they are still running a business and they have to know the foundation. And what happens is sometimes people come to me and they're already about to get to a seven figure business. And they're like, I've got the worst case of imposter syndrome because I don't know what the heck I'm really doing. And how can I learn this really quickly? Where do I even go? I make sure that in the six months, I'm looking at all aspects of business and we go through it and it's a week to week to week. So it builds. It's like, you know, probably the most intensive, like what you need to absolutely know. I mean, all the way down to have my sexy spreadsheets that, you know, if you think, oh my God, I'm not good at math. I'm not good at math. That's a limiting belief. I will blast that sucker out. You will, and then start to be like, I like my sexy spreadsheets. This is what I'm about. And you will, you know, you hear that expression working on your business, not in your business. And people come and say, well, how do I even, what is working on? What should I focus on? Well, that's what I do. I help you realize that first you got to have the mindset for it, but then you have to understand lead generation, conversion, sales, which I teach everybody like, and people, you know, Hey, I'm a good salesperson, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, let's take you to the next level. Let's get you to know about psychology with sales, with having people literally like want to follow you. How do you become a leader? And then I go into the whole concept around time management. This is one of the most important sections that we talk about because, you know, everyone is being busy, being busy. You know, I'm too busy for that. I'm too busy. And so how do people like Richard Branson have 200 plus companies? How do Tony Robbins have, you know, over 35 companies? Oprah, how do they do that? Well, they do it because they know what to do, say, prioritize. And so one of the first things when you come into the, it's called the fired up entrepreneur, because I want you to get fired up on your business again. One of the things we teach you is about rocket goals. And it's a methodology that this is the greatest part. Whether you're coming in and you're like, I, you know, I want to go from corporate to, I want to get this company, this side hustle, this hobby, I want to start to do it. A lot of times people really, truly are in that place that they're like, I don't know what to prioritize. And they end up saying yes to too many things. And I just, uh, I just heard on a, a podcast that I was on, the, the gentleman said, well, you know what? I've interviewed all these leaders and the number one thing they do is they say no. I, I teach a lot around this. It's about how do you learn how to say no to the right things and say yes to the things that are actually going to impact your business. And so we dig deep into the three HQ, let me tell you, that's like the heart and soul and the relaunch effect. So that's, you know, it, it, it's for the person that is motivated and wants to step into that lifestyle of success and have the freedom to be able to enjoy it. And I, that was a great explanation of the course, but I think it's really great how you're giving again, these like skills and also breaking these, you know, beliefs that they have throughout and 
I mean, yeah, I have so many entrepreneurial friends that go through these blocks, right, at the different levels, the different phases, and I go through them too still, you know, and so it's important, again, to have a mentor, to work with someone, and yeah, we all have those limiting beliefs, like, I love what you said, I'm not good at math, I mean, we've all been there and said that, or I'm not good at writing copy, or like, whatever it is that you block yourself with, and nobody's, you know, going to be perfect at everything, but when we're doing that self-talk, like that's going to block you. And so these tools are incredible. It sounds like an incredible course. I'm excited for your books, but you also tell us where we can find your podcast because you have a podcast as well talking about relaunching. Yes. And so the podcast is the Silver Lined Podcast. And I talk to, I mean, you name it, people who've had life harrowing relaunches, people that have had business relaunches, people that have had, you know, the heart-wrenching, sad, you know, stories of loss. It, there isn't probably at this point, I, I think I've covered, you know, a lot, you know, addicts, uh, you know, just a whole lot of different relaunches. But the most important part is that I always ask the person about the, the silver linings and the recommendations, and they all have incredible, you know, businesses that they now have. And so they always give like tips and things that are going on in their business right now. So you get kind of that jolt of inspiration, but then you get the key takeaways of like, Hey, I got to be thinking about that. Yeah. I need that in my life as well. And it makes you put things into perspective. It does. You know, when you, when you start thinking about your own relaunch that you're going through and you might hear something that fuels you, something that ignites you, you're like, all right, I'm going to try that now. I'm going to, I'm going to go see if that works. So the Silver Lined Relaunch, the Silver Lined Relaunch is something that is near and dear in my heart. I did it right after my mom. I started it right after my mom died. I was number 39 getting COVID in San Francisco. And one of my symptoms was I lost my voice. And I lost my voice for five full days of really not having even like, even that like raspy little, you know, nothing. Yeah. And I kept hearing my mom's voice like, Hillary, you've been talking about a podcast when are you going to do it? When are you going to actually take the step? It's time. It's time. And so I'm like, as soon as I got my voice back, I'm like, I'm doing this. <laughs> I'm doing it. And I, 23 days later, I launched the podcast. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, it sounds amazing. I can't wait to listen. It sounds like there's a story multiple probably, but it's kind of like what I do trying to get at least, you know, a different person because you know, I'll really connect with the story of loss. You know, some people are going to connect with the story about addiction. Some people are going to connect with going totally bankrupt and coming back, you know, getting cancer. There's all these different connections. And so I think that's really great. And I love that you have the business aspect in there too, to get, you know, the information to your listener as well. That's really, really, really awesome. So Hillary, do you have any last little, I mean, you've given us so much advice, so thank you, but any last pieces of advice for my amazing listeners about being a leader of their life or the CEO of their life, as you say it? You know, I would say you're being given an opportunity. I am, I'm willing and wanting and able to help you discover something about yourself. So a lot of people are like, Ooh, I can't really do that. Limiting belief, limiting belief. <laughs> it's like George Jetson, you know, woo, 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 you got that limiting belief. Reach out, you know, you can DM me, the Relaunch Co. You can on Instagram, on Facebook, and, you know, all these different platforms. 
you can go to the relaunch co and sign up. Um, and you know, it's, it's easy. It's an easy, like quick, you know, you, you barely even have to tell me anything about you, but I guarantee you, um, that's one of the first steps for a lot of people is just, you know, making that first, that first, you know, click to say, yeah, let me, okay, fine. Fine. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to her and let's see what happens. And that is truly what it takes sometimes to begin to be the leader of your life or the CEO of your life is that first step and taking charge. So I love that. Well, Hillary, thank you so much for being here today. I enjoyed this. This was awesome. Maya, you're great. Really great. Thank you. And thank you guys so much for listening to my opinion. We'll see you back here next week. Thank you so much for listening to the My Opinion Podcast. You can catch up on past episodes on the My Opinion Podcast website at www.myopinionpodcast.com as well as read the My Opinion blog and contact Maya directly with your questions. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at My Opinion Podcast and Maya Roffler. We'll see you back here next week.